Welcome to the weekend edition of the Daily Stoic. Each weekday, we bring you a meditation inspired by the ancient Stoics, something to help you live up to those four Stoic virtues of courage, justice, temperance, and wisdom. And then here on the weekend, we take a deeper dive into those same topics. We interview Stoic philosophers. We explore at length how these Stoic ideas can be applied to our actual lives and the challenging issues of our time. Here on the weekend, when you have a little bit more space, when things have slowed down, be sure to take some time to think, to go for a walk, to sit with your journal, and most importantly, to prepare for what the week ahead may bring. It is interesting to think that most of the Stoics were financially successful. They were leaders, they were entrepreneurs, they were politicians, they were artists. So there's really nothing in Stoicism that's anti-money or success. I think all the four virtues uh, of the Stoics, courage, temperance, justice, wisdom, apply well to the idea of investing in money management. And that is why I love today's sponsor. Novo is the number one business banking app. With Novo, there are no minimum balances, no transaction limits, no hidden fee. Sign up for free in under 10 minutes at banknovo.com slash stoic, and they'll mail you a Novo debit card that you can use for free at any ATM. Novo makes banking easy and secure. You can manage your account in Novo's customizable web, Android, and iOS apps. Get your free business banking account in 10 minutes at banknovo.com slash stoic. That's banknovo.com slash stoic to sign up for free right now and get a free copy of Novo's Small Business Starter Guide, banknovo.com slash stoic. Hey, it's Ryan Holiday. Welcome to another weekend episode of The Daily Stoic. I think our impulse is to look for answers, right? We want answers. Viktor Frankl talks about this. He says, you know, people want to be told what the meaning of life is instead of probing that question. You know, it's really, though, it's these questions that teach us, especially like rhetorical questions. Um, I think this is what Zen Buddhism is really about, these sort of impossible to answer questions. It's, it's in wrestling with them that we learn. The ones that don't seem to have an answer that push and push us the hardest. Who do you think you are? What does this all mean? Why? 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 Why is the really powerful question? So the right question at the right time in your life can change everything. It can still a turbulent mind. It can heal an angry cart. It can, it can give you a new perspective. And so in today's episode, I wanted to give you some questions I like to wrestle with, that I like to journal about, that I like to ask myself on a regular basis. They've been the source of lots of articles I've written. They've been source of some of our most popular social media posts. They're also the source of a really popular YouTube video we did earlier this year, which you can check out on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash dailystoic. But here it is in audio form, some provocative questions, some of which I admittedly stole from wise philosophers and incisive thinkers and great leaders and awesome badasses. But I'm, and I'm definitely not saying I know the answers to these questions, but I am telling you there has been value in letting them challenge me as I think there will be for you. Let them work on you while you work on them. Here are 12 stoic or stoic adjacent questions that will change your life. What do you actually value? 
when you know what's important, when you know what you value, when you know where you're going, it makes it easy for you to ignore what doesn't matter and focus on what does matter. I think we often look for answers when really it's the questions that teach us the most. I know that the right question at the right time can totally change the direction of your life. I'm Ryan Holiday. I've been writing about stoicism now for more than a decade and a half. I've talked to everyone from the NBA to the NFL, special forces to sitting senators. And we talk about how these ancient ideas, these philosophical practices can help us in the course of modern life. And today I wanted to give you 12 questions that I think about all the time derived from the Stoics and other wise people from the past that will help you, whoever you are, whatever you're doing in your life. Who are you spending time with? Goethe says, show me who you spend time with and I will tell you who you are, right? Seneca talks about spending time with people who make you a better person. My dad said to me as a kid, you become like your friends. Well, the question is, are you spending time with people who are averaging you towards where you wanna go or are they averaging you away from where you wanna go? This is a question that can lead to some hard decisions, people that you're gonna spend less time with. Who are you seeing after work? Who are you reading? Who are you talking to? The people we spend time with are either gonna make us better, they're gonna make us worse, or they're gonna keep us exactly who we are, which is either a good thing or a very bad thing. Is this in my control? Epictetus says this is the key question. This is the chief task of the philosopher in life, which is separating the things that are up to us from the things that are not up to us. And so much of the time and energy we spend in this life are on things that are not up to us, that are not in our control. It just started raining. I don't need to have an opinion on the fact that it's raining because it's not in my control. But what is in my control is what I'm going to do, right? What's in our control is our actions, our thoughts, our opinions, right? And so the Stoic learns to tune out what's not in our control and it focuses on what is in our control. And so we ask ourselves about everything we experience, everything we're feeling, everything we're working on, is this up to me or am I throwing good energy after bad? Am I beating myself against a wall that's never gonna move? What does your ideal day look like? A life, Seneca says, is made up of days. Annie Dillard said, how we spend our lives is of course how we spend our days, right? What does an ideal day look like for you? How are you trying to design your life? If you don't know what a good day is like, what your ideal is, then you're just gonna be working on making more money, acquiring more fame, getting more power or influence. We have to ask yourself, is this getting me closer or further away from the life that I want? I've talked about how I know exactly what my ideal day looks like. It's a Saturday where I wake up early, I work out, I do a little bit of writing, I spend lots of time with my family, I have time to think, I haven't signed myself up for a bunch of pointless obligations or phone calls or meetings. I spend time outdoors, I'm connected, I'm present. And so I have to look at each opportunity then that comes along any day and ask myself, is it getting me closer or further away from the kind of life I wanna lead and the kind of person that I wanna be? To be or to do, this is a key question that comes to us from the great strategist, John Boyd, who as he mentored young men and women in the Pentagon, would see that you kind of can go down two paths in life. There's the person who wants to look important, that wants to achieve a high rank, that wants to be in the newspapers or on TV, 
And then there's the person who wants to quietly get things done. You know, I think it was Truman who said, it's amazing how much you can accomplish if you don't care about who gets the credit. To be or to do is, is largely about credit. Do you care about accomplishments or do you care about impact? Do you care about credit or do you care about getting things done? You have to ask yourself, am I trying to be an important person? Am I trying to accomplish important things? And this question is critical to be or to do. How are you measuring your life? Hillel said, if I am not for me, who is? And then he said, if I am only for me, who am I? This I think is related to the idea of to be or to do. What's motivating you? Is it external accomplishments or is it making a difference in this world? Yes, you have to fight for yourself. You have to stand up for yourself. You get walked all over. But if all you care about is protecting yourself, if all you care about is attention, who are you? I think about someone like George Marshall who accomplishes so much and perhaps his greatest accomplishment is turning down the command at Normandy. He didn't want his personal feelings to be taken into account. Again, to be or to do, but also, who am I for and who am I? Yes, he fought really hard to get where he was, to, to make a difference, but then he also knew that ego didn't matter in the end. What mattered is the team effort. There's a great expression I heard that says, if you play for the name on the front of the jersey, they'll remember the name on the back. The Daily Stoic is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. One of the cool things about podcasts is that you can multitask while you're listening, but depending on what you're doing right now, like for instance, if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you could be doing. You could be getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $700 on average and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year. So you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join over 29 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $698 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. What am I missing by choosing to worry or be afraid? One of my favorite books is The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. And he says, when you worry, ask yourself, what am I choosing not to see right now? Right? We only have so much in the way of cognitive resources or time or emotional uh, energy. How are you going to spend it? And then often by being anxious, by being worried, by taking things personally, by being afraid, we're taking our eye off the ball. And so I want you to see those emotions not just as unpleasant, but actively destructive because they are. Stuff's gonna happen in life that makes us emotional, but we have to realize that we're only compounding that by acting on those emotions. Are you doing your job? This is a key question. Um, when Sean Payton was uh, suspended from the NFL for, for a year, he put up a, a big picture of himself in the Saints facility and three words, said, do your job. This is a thing, I think it comes from Bill Belichick. But the idea is that everyone has a job in every moment. Sometimes that's a little job, sometimes it's a big job. But everyone has to know their job in an organization in life. You gotta ask yourself, are you doing it? I think in the end we end up focusing on everyone else's job than our own because it's easier than doing our own. And that's why I like this question so much. Are you doing your job? And if you aren't, why not? 
And if you are, good, keep doing it. What is the most important thing to you? What do you actually value? If you don't know what's important, how do you know that you're putting it first? And so to me, all the other questions of life come after you have asked and answered what the most important thing to you is in life. If you told me I could sell 10 times as many books, but it'd come at the expense of my marriage or my relationship with my kids, I'd say, screw that, right? Because I know the most important thing to me is how those things are in balance with each other. Yes, my work is important, but it's not the most important thing. You know, Seneca talks about this idea of euthymia. He says, knowing the path that you're on and not being distracted by the paths of the people who's crisscross yours. He says, especially the people who are hopelessly lost. When you know what's important, when you know what you value, when you know where you're going, it makes it easy for you to ignore what doesn't matter and focus on what does matter. Who is this for? This is a question as a creator you always have to know. Who are you making this for? I talked to so many entrepreneurs, business people, creatives who have no idea. They're just making stuff. They just hope it will find an audience. They go, oh, this is a book for smart people. You have to know who you're making this for. You have to know your audience. You have to know the market. You have to know human beings. This is why empathy is so important. Who are you making this for? Who are they? Where, where are they? What do they want? You have to know who this is for. So I always ask myself, whether making a video or putting out a tweet or, or writing a book, screw your hunches. Who is this for? Who are they? Does this actually matter, right? So many of the things we're upset about that we hold on to, that we focus on, they don't matter. Not to you, to anyone at all. They don't, they just don't matter. Marcus Aurelius says, ask yourself in every moment, is this essential? This is because most of what we do and say is not essential. He says, when you eliminate the inessential, you get the double benefit of doing the essential things better. Stephen Colbert loses his father and, and several siblings in a plane crash as a young man. And he said what he took out of this was a question from his mother. She said, can you look at this in the light of eternity? Does this matter in the big picture, right? Because so many of the things we trivially get upset about that we focus on in moments of crisis, we get real clarity about it and we realize they didn't matter at all. People matter. Your loved ones matter. Doing your best matters. Everything else is irrelevant. And yet, that's where we focus so much of our time and energy. Will this be a live time or dead time? That's something Robert Greene asked me when I was thinking about becoming a writer. I had like a year to kill before I could go do it. And he said, what's this year gonna be for you? Is it gonna be a live time or dead time for you? Are you gonna use every second or are you gonna sit around and be passive and wait? That came flooding back to me in the pandemic when we went into lockdown. Is this gonna be a lifetime or dead time? What am I gonna to have to show for this? Whether it's two weeks or two months or two years, what am I gonna to have to show for this period? A lifetime, treat every moment like a lifetime because while you have it, you're alive. But after it's gone, it's dead, right? Now is now, can you use this time? What can you use it for? If you always choose a lifetime, then you're always getting better. Then you're always moving forward. You're not wasting time. Seneca says, it's not that life is short, it's that we waste a lot of it. We kill time as time is killing us. And the truth is, you always have the ability to make the most of this moment. So often we choose not to because we, we, we don't ask ourselves this question. Is this who I wanna be? Is this representative of the person 
that I see myself as, that I am trying to become? Or am I giving into my lower self here? Am I taking a shortcut here? Am I doing something that the person that I see myself as wouldn't do? Cheryl Strait says, you know, you're becoming who you're going to be, so you might as well not be an asshole. When you do things, you have to ask yourself, is this representative of my character, of my priorities, of my values, of what I said is important to me? If the answer is no, you have to not do it. How we do anything is how we do everything. So you have to ask yourself this question, is this who I wanna be? Every interaction, every situation, big or small, because it adds up in the way that nothing else can. If I could give you one more question, a last question, a bonus question, if you will. It comes to us from Viktor Frankl, who survives the Holocaust. He writes the amazing book, Man's Search for Meaning. You know, he says, we ask, what is the meaning of life? But he says, actually, it is life that is asking us that question, and it's our actions, it's our decisions that provide the answer. Meaning is something we create from our actions, from our decisions, from our choices, from who we choose to be. These are the kinds of questions that if you ask often enough, you will provide, as Viktor Frankl says, the kinds of answers that make you who you're capable of becoming. If you wanna learn more about Stoic philosophy, totally for free, you can sign up for our daily Stoic email. It's one free email every morning. The best of Stoic wisdom, dailystoic.com slash email. about the $100 wedding dress that just saved Abercrombie? Or the tech acquisition that was just like Game of Thrones? Or the one financial equation that can solve climate change? Then check out our daily podcast, The Best One Yet, or as we call it, T-Boy. This is Nick. This is Jack. And we pick the three most interesting business news stories every day for the perfect mix. 20 minutes each morning, you're going to feel brighter. We call it pop biz, don't we, Jack? Where pop culture meets business news. So whether you want to kick off a conversation with your buddies or you're going for that promotion at work or you just want to know the trends before your friends. Feel brighter by starting your morning with us every weekday. Listen to the best one yet on the Wondery app or wherever you get your pods. You can listen to the best one yet ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen on Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like The Best One Yet, How I Built This, and many more, Wondery means business. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f***ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.